I don't even know what his logic is because it makes no There's sense. There's tons of logic there because if you're recreating the whole dynamic and story and characters of the Again, it didn't make sense because they're, they're the same characters, continuation of the storyline, it's a sequel. Anyway. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I have my most amazing guests for the first time ever. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. John and John, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Peeps, you are going to love these two as much as I do because they're a blast to listen to. So I will kind of almost sort of turn the mic over to you. Give us kind of the 5,000-foot view of who you guys are and what you love to do. Well, I'm Jen Page. And I'm John Curtis. And we, we are, are the hosts of the Nerd, Nerd Couple Show. Show. <laughs> it's much smoother in the execution. <laughs> uh, well, and I also will say uh, this is our first podcast guesting as the Nerd Couple Show. Yes. So all of those rough edges. Here you, here you go. Here they come. <laughs> <laughs> up on a silver platter. No, we uh, we catered to some, you know, nerds coupling that argue, and we want to put it out there in a we, healthy way. We say we're settling nerd couple arguments one episode at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Our whole show is about anything pop culture, nerd related. It comes on the show. We just, you know, if, if it's a new movie that come, comes out, we're definitely arguing mm -hmm. about the, you know, good or bad on there mm -hmm. uh if it's a something in the nerd zeitgeist that we don't want to argue about mm -hmm. uh it there's really no nothing off limits as long as it's family friendly and sort of pop culture nerd related yes and there's no nerd shaming we welcome all nerds from all around the world mm -hmm. nice so nerd coupling is kind of a physics montage as well as a <laughs> relationship <laughs> status <laughs> yeah we're just coupling don't mind us <laughs> That's awesome. So how did you get into this as a thing? Like you were just arguing all the time. You figured, hey, let's turn on a microphone. That sounds like you want to start or are you want me to start? <laughs> 2019, the mo 2018 or 2019? I don't know. The movie. You're going to argue over it. I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> that was 2018. 2019. In the pandemic years, I don't know what any time is it anymore. It blends together. Right? But Terminator Dark Fate had just come out. And we both had a great time seeing it. And we come out of the theater in the parking lot. And we casually throw out this line. We basically start to have a huge knockout, blowout fight over whether or not it was a sequel or a reboot. Mm -hmm. Which he says it's a reboot. Because be it is. Because he says, I don't even know what his logic is because it makes no There's sense. There's tons of logic there because if you're recreating the whole dynamic and story and characters of the Again, it didn't make sense because they're, they're the same characters, continuation of the storyline, it's a sequel. Anyway, this was where we realized that our arguments, we never had arguments over things that normal couples do, maybe like money or whatever. Right. Our fights were drag out, <laughs> knock down, breakup inducing fights over stupid things. It's really nerd stupid. But <laughs> I don't know why we had to be right. <laughs> oh, actually, I do. I'm because pretty sure I do. <laughs> pretty right all the time. <laughs> Jen Page is always right is one of the sayings in our relationship. I'm okay with it. Um, but couple that 
with the arguments we were getting while we were gaming together on the the P at the PlayStation. Yeah. We needed a better outlet. Yeah. Right. You guys live dangerously. Do you like game in the same room or do you go in different oh, yeah, rooms and yell at each other? TV, two giant TV set up. So we both on the couch together and we would, you know, play whatever it was, Fortnite, Fortnite Realm or, Royale. Mm -hmm. um, and if there was ever a duo match and we died, he became the worst. Like, like, I don't want to know you get like, I'm <laughs> going to be around you anymore. So she my therapist and a lot of good life lessons have steered me somewhat out of that toxicity of gaming that I, I would say I think it comes with the territory. Yes. Unfortunately, I think nerddom in general comes with the territory, which is where we really kind of fell into this, where we just want to have a non-toxic fun place to have fun. debates over nerdy things. And it really worked for us because now we can do it live with an audience and it's, they enjoy watching us argue. They've told us so. <laughs> They've been disappointed in episodes where we don't argue. We were doing a little research and I asked one of my best friends. I'm like, hey, what do you like about the show? And he's like, you guys arguing is top tier content. Don't stop. <laughs> um, but actually, it was really healthy for us to, to, to put these arguments into this space. Yeah. It became so it was entertainment. And then when we leave the show, we're, it's like we're done. It's over. Uh -huh. There'll be points where we're not doing the show and we're just out and about. And we start to talk and we're like, whoa, 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 before we go any further, save, save it for, for the, the show. show. <laughs> Hold that thought. That's awesome. Have you ever just been walking down the parking lot and pulled out your phone? <laughs> okay, start recording. We need this for later. We got we outtakes. Thought about it because we just, <laughs> just launched TikTok. We've decided to go into that scary territory. I'm so awesome. like, like it. I'm old. Yeah. But now we're like, we probably do need to put some impromptu things up so what you just said we're going to do <laughs> nice nice and if nothing else you got a blooper reel off of everyone <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you guys would be perfect for a blooper reel so is are most of the arguments that you're getting into like semantics over the difference between a retake and a sequel or are they anything, like anything like i have a very very strong opinion that fantastic beasts the crimes of grindelwald <laughs> is the best movie of all the Harry Potter movies. Which is insane to say. So it's an insane whole... person saying something insane. <laughs> so that would be an argument that would be that has been had on the show. I, it what blows... are some other arguments that like... I don't want to leave that one because <laughs> she not, actually not, believes it. not the show. Yes, yes, okay. We're not on it's our show. Okay. <laughs> you, you can use it as bleeper. We'll have right... <laughs> <laughs> Just start there. <laughs> and I think it's important to see that the... Um, the highlights of the show, because one, I think you guys are hilarious and, it, oh. and clearly done in a sweet and loving sort of way where I can tell that you guys have an awesome, fantastic relationship. And clearly you respect each other's difference of opinion enough to give it air and, and validity. Because I've been in arguments with people who really don't give a crap. And yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever. And you just walk away. <laughs> it's like, well, that sucked. <laughs> and I think that even with this we, we don't set out to change minds. We're right. just more set out to like lay out all of our opinions give, and then give let, voice. The, let the audience kind of make decisions that they want to make. Yeah, give voice to differing opinions. But it is really fun when we bring something and the audience is basically saying he's insane. <laughs> it happens a lot. A few times. Is it just because one or the other doesn't really understand the plot behind the movie or they just don't understand good art? <laughs> <laughs> Like we had a whole thing on bathroom lemons. John has bathroom lemons. Let's give her context. It doesn't, yeah. context. Okay. It doesn't matter. 
The point is, the audience made him all know that he should not have his lemons in the bathroom. Oh, no, 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 no. I had people agreeing with you me. You had, like, one person who basically said, see, so the audience said, no. Air freshener. Like, you have, well, the audience said, you have poop on your lemons. And uh, this one is horrible. Per- but the one person who agreed with him said... <laughs> doesn't matter you have poop on everything you touch their logic was you don't see the food in restaurants and it's you know but the point is they still said there's poop on your lemons okay for your viewers (laughs) (laughs) this has nothing to do with actual poop it is just storing lemons in the bathroom on the doorknob in a plastic bag which sounds weird but it was working (laughs) to do what it, it, it was don't worry we now have a fruit bowl yes no more she didn't like where lemons. i was placing the lemons in the kitchen so i solved the problem and oh, placed them in my the office so i solved the real problem and now we have a fruit bowl <laughs> now we have a fruit bowl this is the kind of stuff that happens on our show <laughs> and the audience awesome. for some reason seems to like getting into the middle of it with there us. were a lot of opinions on bathroom lemons <laughs> a lot I, I would think so you know, so I have to ask, I, I won't tear it apart completely. Is there an episode called Bathroom Lemons so that people can search this and find yes. it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is in the description of that episode. It wasn't supposed to be a big thing. It no. was just supposed to be a quick, like, here's what happened. Is he crazy? But it was, people were really loving it. So we, it <laughs> went on a little too long. Nerd couple show audience loving the scatological. <laughs> Not just kidding. <laughs> And, and not. Over. Bye. Yes, that, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> You're way gracious. <laughs> That's awesome. So out of all of your things to discuss, is it the kind of marital home issues that tend to get you guys riled up the most? Or is it actually the movie plots and characters of things that are going on? Well, I think the movie plots and characters become home issues. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they do, uh, you know, like, for, for instance, Schitt's Creek. We love Schitt's Creek. It's a great show. We, we always talk about it on the show. And then she'll buy the book and she'll start reading to me in bed when I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like, come on. And then I end up waking up loving what she's reading and say, read more, read more, read more. So we'll just bring that to the show and talk about it in that way. So it's kind of a, you know. At five in the morning, neither one of you have had any sleep and you're reading Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Well, let's be let's be real. He falls asleep at like seven p.m. every night. That seven p.m. is way early, Miss Exaggerator. Am I? Just because you stayed up till eleven Nine. last night doesn't. Thank you. Does it count for all the times you fall asleep at seven? Okay. Anyway, we have also have a. Uh, I have a daughter who's turning nineteen. His stepdaughter, and she's a big nerd too in her way. But in very, she's darker. She's anime. Yes. She loves everything Sith. You know, like, right. So she's that's the also foil can, to our yeah. light side good guy. <laughs> so there is definitely our whole house is constant nerd. Everything. Everything. Nice. That is awesome. <laughs> so does that parlay into her school activities and things like that or had it? Well, she's studying art right now. And nice. yes, it seeps over into her creativity all the time and in well, great ways because the she's best thing fantastic. is she's, now that she's in college learning graphic design. We now are sending her all the stuff to make. She's making our t-shirts yeah. that are in our merch shop now. Yeah, she's commissioned her for everything. And she's a really good artist. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So have you noticed that the, um, the communication in general has improved overall? Would you say that you're connecting more than you did before? 
Yes. <laughs> he looks at me with his face like, are you on crack? And then says, yes. <laughs> I think about it. I'm like, I think we're calmer. Like, I think that our inside the house life is calmer. That's true. I am calmer. Partly, we don't, <laughs> don't have time to play video games anymore because we're working so hard on our show, <laughs> among other things. You know, I'm a filmmaker. He's an actor. So we have those lives plus our show. Uh, and then we've discovered VR is like the way we want to exercise. So now we VR, so we don't really go back to PS4 and play any of those right. games that we're more toxic but gaming together in the vr great couple nerd couple thing to do highly recommend but there's no toxicity because there's no you're gonna die if i do one wrong thing well let's be fair i've i've kind of i've eliminated that out of our gaming life i could be toxic about beat saber yeah is it because you're not, not shooting each other or <laughs> uh beat sabers it's basically you're just chopping all these objects that are coming at you and on rhythm on rhythm yeah. yeah, to songs and essentially you can beat the other person's score, which we don't, we don't go by don't that barometer that anymore. Because, well, also like it's, for me, it's, it's fun. It's it is. Yeah. And I've come to terms with that. It's great. I love doing it. Like, I don't even know. If, I don't know if you would be less toxic if we went and played PS4 games. I would. I don't, I think it's so deep in your blood. No. It's because out. you're a little competitive. Do you think? A little. <laughs> A little, a little competitive, just a little bit of a need to be right, and just a little bit of control issues. I'm guessing it's all therapy. It works. <laughs> I'm definitely the only one. It's I'm just I recognize the signs. That's all. Can't help it. Even in our wedding vows, I I made him vow to remember that I am the director, he's the actor, both <laughs> and off screen. We got to write each other's vows without them seeing it. So when we're up there standing, I had to read that. Her vow out loud. We did it in our couple style, basically. Yeah. We also did our our wedding in our living room, so it wasn't like a big thing. Mm -hmm. And we did it with everybody dressed as Star Wars Harry Potter crossover. Full nerd. Mm -hmm. Full stop. We're going to put those vows up um, later this week, actually. Oh, that's great. So you get like nice little 1960 or 1600s vows to each other. (laughs) 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 You didn't know about. You will obey me. That's awesome. So, in your in your artistic worlds, in the acting and and film, are you working with each other as well over there? We have in the past, and I think to great success with regard to creating art in this industry. Well, I still make him audition, no matter what it is. Um, He he actually, I'm executive director of Black Magic Collective, and he got into the Emerging Actors Initiative, but he, he had to do it through all the same regular role that everybody else had to go through. Mm-hmm. So with the last feature playing with Beethoven, it actually had a theatrical release at the end of last year, and it's now on demand. And he had an audition for that as well. And um, then he ended up getting the role and playing against Shannon Elizabeth. They played husband and wife. Yes. It was nice. really Made him sing live on camera. Oh, outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> But only by moving into fear do we grow. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so would you say she's harder to audition in front of than others? Or there's a certain level of comfort. I think that is it eliminates some of the anxiety from the audition process. But there's also a a very high bar that she sets that I think is great. That I love meeting, at, at least attempt to meet. I've only ever seen you do nervous audition though. Yeah. Like you still pull it off, but like, I feel like well, once you get the part, then that's, yeah, it yeah. was been my Achilles heel for a long time. Yeah. I did. I don't, I don't envy actors at all. 
Yeah, I, I would think that that would be super stressful. You just walk in and start doing some weird shit. I would never recommend it to anyone. Like, oh, it's this job is full of rejection. You're you're told no and you're not good all the time. But yeah, give it a try. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So on that positive note, what is it about acting that you love to do? <laughs> I the the process of inhabiting something other than yourself. It, it's great. You get to do things you would never be able to do, you know, in my day to day life. Uh, this past year, you've played a hitman. Mm-hmm. Um, forget you, but you've done so much. I've already forgotten. Oh, the weird office guy, the yeah. snarky office guy. Uh, um, in our film, you were the jaded uh, musician, ch- cellist or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So all of these things. Um, but I always tell people in my ideal world, I would be on set holding a wand or a sword or a lightsaber or a blaster because that is my Mount Everest. I want to be there. Well, you've done a sword in a film. I think you got to be more specific. I always tell everybody like, stop making generalizations. Like what specifically do you want? Say it. You saying I I should niche down? I I want, you should be saying, I want to be an actor on a Disney Plus show. You know, well, it could be Kenobi. Kenobi. I'm just saying, like, it should be Disney Plus, a high-level Disney Plus Star Wars show. Yes. Like, as a regular. In terms of running a business, this one has made me running my business as an actor much better. Like, she has improved my life on a day-to-day basis since the day we met. But in, with regard to professional, my professional aspirations, I, I love her. I can't describe. Aw, so sweet. I'm going to play that back regularly. <laughs> right haunt them with it so Jim what was it about producing that you love to do and that got you into that well you know I I started out as an actor a bazillion years ago but I found there was a point where I was creating this really epic scene where I was also directing an episode of something and um I was creating this epic scene and I realized I didn't give a crap about being in the scene I love making moments especially epic like love moments like I love anything that's romantic dramedy I've done a lot of musical film type projects and I just like these big, mo- I, like, I like to build them the moments, I like doing the character work. There's probably my control side that like, it likes to have this control over how we shape a film. I mean, as much control as you have, nobody has control over it because, you know, maybe you have a DP who's a, not doing their job. Unless you're or, Spielberg, you're not going to have total control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always somebody or something. Um, but yeah, like I just, I think that like, being able to be creative as a director is the most fulfilling thing I do. And it's the thing I do the least because when you're a director, much like not much, very similar to being an actor, most of your job is getting the next job. <laughs> so you're always in, you know, you're always editing, you're always uh, producing something, you're writing something, you're networking, you're doing everything you need to do just to get that next job. So you might've worked like a year, year and a half for one job that you're on set for, for a month. <laughs> like it's wow. a lot of work, but, but you're good. Like she is good. And mm-hmm. honestly, if, if Spielberg sat me down and said, go ahead, give me your pitch for yourself. I would, I would advocate for her more than I would myself in that 30 seconds I had with Spielberg. And because- then I would punch him for ruining that moment. <laughs> which brings me to my next question so is it because you're kind of both in the same industry or is it because you're both in different roles in your industry that you can have such epic arguments over (laughs) whether or not a movie is a good one or a crappy one 
We definitely see from, I've jaded him though. I, we see from different sides. He yeah. sees it from an actor side. I see it more from a whole, all the film together side, but I've made you jaded because <laughs> there was a time where he thought he'd be watching actors and he's like, they're good. What are you talking about? And now he sees it. <laughs> he sees all the problems. She is a harsh critic, but accurate. And it's only improved my own craft. So yeah nice so do you guys go over your shows afterwards and like at that moment that one that was the one i was talking about <laughs> we, more, we, we actually honestly do listen to improve like we'll listen and just be like you see what you're doing there like oh you're getting too close to the mic oh you're why are you laughing because it's there's a, a lot of one-sided conversation well, because i call myself out i'll be like oh stop saying um like i can call my own problems out i don't think you're as good at noticing your own things but that's again i'm a director so i see the whole picture this is true so it's like look right there you got to finish your story you can't just cut yourself off or I'll, i'm constantly stopping myself mid-sentence with a different thought i'm like I'm yelling at my, myself. Stop doing that, dummy. Like, stop saying, um, oh, um again. Oh, um again. Like, I can call myself out. I don't think you tend to do that very often. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he just listens and goes, we're so good. Oh, that is not I what I say. There's always room for improvement. And with regard to running this business, I think we're always looking to improve, whether it's content or uh execution uh execution we've been doing that show for a couple of years now and technically <laughs> i mean we still have issues like with you know the mic levels will be off because like the last episode he was all distorted for some reason and we're like we're in year three this should not be happening why he had aliens in his head and they took over his voice control yeah. <laughs> i would love that that lame trajectory <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking you just do voiceovers for like weird shit and, and be awesome. Hire me. Anyways, on that note, it was quite hilarious because I have an editor that's going, oh my God, listen to this one. Do you have ghosts in your <laughs> like, I don't have ghosts. That's feedback. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, but it was so creepy. It was like, <laughs> oh God. Well, I don't know. We've been watching ghosts on CBS and we're learning a lot of things. Like why are Alexa in my daughter's room way in the back? We'll just randomly play music when no one's around. Yeah. It's apparently because there's it can hear ghosts and the ghosts are telling to play music. So nice I want ghosts. to have ghosts being picked up who are trying to be on your show with you. <laughs> really? We're having so much fun. I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So where do you see the, the progression of your show going? Is it in your ability to just have more like knock them down, fist to cuff kind of arguments? Is it in the humor of that and the delivery of it? What are you going for? I think we really, we, we would love if the audience is, if the audience is laughing and enjoying themselves, like that's really what we care about more than anything. Right. Our whole goal, one of our big goals is to be um, invited to, you know, host things at Comic Cons and, you know, host panels and host events and just be out there with people and then continuing yep. to spread sort of nerd joy. That's it. <laughs> Spreading nerd joy. Why does it sound dirty when you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It sounded kind of like fairy dust when she said it. I know. Uh, <laughs> little something, something else when you said Apologies. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. Well, and I think that's kind of the, the joie de vivre to what you have is you can be saying the exact same thing in total agreement with each other, and you're still coming at it from two different sides. <laughs> 
That's literally what I'm saying. I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it and be like, there, you see? (laughs) Like That's not what I said at all. And it's not because I'm trying to antagonize her. It's because I'm dumb. (laughs) At least you know. Aw, you're not. That's so sweet. I do like how you deprecate yourself. It's kind of cute. Okay. Making sure I had that right word. And (laughs) that's awesome. So um, if you could have anybody sponsor your show, anybody at all, wave a magic wand and it's going to happen, who might that be? Great question. Disney. Ooh, no, Universal. No, no. no. Why? Here's why. Universal Wizarding World sponsoring the Nerd Couple show, and then we get to go to the Wizarding World whenever we want for free. They literally could let us do that and not even pay us. She <laughs> says this because she and our our daughter Harley is a, they're obsessed with the Hogwarts ride at Orlando well, Universal. Hagrid's. <laughs> Right. She asked us a very specific business question, and Disney would be a way better sponsor. Why? Tons more fandoms, access to those fandoms, and money. <laughs> <laughs> we like money. <laughs> I do think it's going to be fun to get, at some point, getting big toy companies, people yeah. who do action also, figures. That's why, again, Disney. But like, you know, the Hasbros who make the toys and all of that. Like, Which I think Disney owns. Well, basically, Disney owns everything, so... I'm thinking so. And on that note, so if you were to be a Disney ride, what kind of ride would you be? Say it at the same time. What are you going to say? There's only one ride we would be. Oh, you're going to make... You're going to say a ride that already exists. That's what... Is that what you're asking? I just said if you were going to be a ride, what kind of ride would you be? So Uh, if it's an existing ride... Okay, go for it. I mean... Um, I would definitely be some kind of shooter game, but instead of <laughs> people dying, pie explodes on their face or something. But also mix in teacups. So uh-uh, you're spinning. No, no teacups. I can't, can't, I don't like circles. And that's you. You could be, you could be teacups just spinning around. How are you throwing time. stuff at people without spinning? Come on. That's fun. This is me as a ride, not you as a ride. Well, this is a two for you question. can spin. So, oh, so if they if they play John, they can spin and try and shoot Jen, and Jen just kind of gets to aim at John and shoot him. I guess with the two. <laughs> you have no gun. You just spin. True. We can make the spin optional. They are option. It is optional on the teacups. No, I think I like this new game she's just created. <laughs> You're spinning to try to stay out of the way of the pies that I'm shooting. <laughs> you can have lemons, John. Ah, we'll give we you go. lemons, how's that? Fun. Sold. <laughs> so I have to ask, what is your favorite show and or whatever to discuss? Mm. We do talk a lot about things from the Potter world yes. and from Star Wars, probably. Yeah. Um, so with regard to the movies, it shows, though, they... We do talk a lot about Any, um, almost anything Disney Plus is constantly. They're they're turning out great Marvel stuff, great Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about their animated movies that come out. I mean, part of our part of what we want to deliver with the show is just to say that you can nerd out about anything. So if you nerd out about Shit's Creek, then you're a nerd that right. can join our fold. Aw, that's so sweet. Love that. <clears throat> well, and I'm 
unfortunately, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, I don't watch a lot of movies. I am such a nerd that I watch mostly educational <laughs> videos when I get a chance to watch. That's TV. a great thing to nerd out about. <laughs> Love it. Like what? <laughs> it's taken it up a notch. Nonfiction, no. We're just going straight up. That's uh, hilarious. You guys well, I are. Too, I find that we go through. I go through phases. I don't know about you. Like I'll go through. Like right now, I'm in this insane phase of every podcast. I have to be learning from it. Especially, it has to be podcast learning, learning how to get your money. You know, make money, all that stuff. Whereas before that, I was listening to a lot more like Dak Shepard and like fun interviews. And I just think, I think there's like a wave of like whatever is going on in your world, right? That makes mm -hmm. you, that's what you oh. want to learn about. That's what you're listening to. So on that note, if you were to have a, a line of merchandise, what kind of line of merchandise would you like to go for, say, first or best? If you could wave a magic wand, cost didn't mean anything, you just go and make whatever you wanted, what would you love to make? Well, our current line of merch. Yes. <laughs> or t-shirts, mugs. Well, it's t-shirts made for nerds. Made, made for, for nerds, nerd right. couples. Right. So they have, which we should have, we could have worn. Oh, we should have. I'm his nerd. With I'm like her wand, nerd pointing that way. way. Like there is that way, that kind of stuff. Um, we're building more of those out. Uh, I, I think that I really do have this. I'm excited by the idea of building out a lot of nerd merch. Things that like when I went to go, when I go to shop for it, it doesn't exist. So that's what we're, we're just going to start building that now, but it'd also be really fun to have like, uh, I think a line of, um, hybrid toys. Like what if we had like MST three K, uh, bots at our desk, oh, you know, just like hybrid God, action that'd figures. Be great. Yes. Also, if we, if you just gave us carte blanche, right. To say whatever <laughs> we want. Yeah. Of course. So I think cro getting licensing rights for crossover stuff, crossover merch. So, for instance, I'm wearing a T-shirt right you now. You need licensing rights. That features Croti mm -hmm. Robot and Tom Servo of Mystery Science Theater fame, Mystery Science Theater 3000, and they are the robots from Star Wars. <laughs> so, <laughs> two great fandoms crossed over together. That's what but I would you're never going to get those licenses. That's why people make these without licensing them, and which we can do. <laughs> dun dun. So we get a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> They never said it on our show. I swear to God, it wasn't real. We were just talking right. about it. <laughs> you were never given that green light from Michelle. Speaking yes. of green lanterns. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm assuming you both hate it, but, you know, I liked it. So I liked it. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Ryan Reynolds. Right? <laughs> Can he go wrong? Come on. Ryan Reynolds. I've only liked him in Free Guy and Adam Project. Well, then you like Ryan Reynolds. I didn't. I don't like him in Deadpool. Mm -hmm. Deadpool's great. <laughs> so, I love you guys. You guys are fantastic. Um, <laughs> so um, I could go on and on asking, you You know, who, what kind of podcast do you want to get on? Who would you love to interview on your show? Do you ever let anybody in on the argument besides your daughter? Uh, you know, any we love thing. it. We love it when when people when the because we do our show live and nerds will be on typing via Facebook or YouTube, and we love it when they participate. So we encourage it. We'll throw their comments up on the screen. But we do plan on having at some point. We're trying to figure out how to work the guests out because I don't know that bringing guests into the argument works as much. No. Not even Ryan yeah. Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> right? If he wanted to be on our show, you'd be like, come on the show, Ryan Reynolds. I would be using him for his fame. 
I would be staring at his face the whole time. So you, you <laughs> use what part you like, and I'll use what part I like. How's that? And if he feels used at the He's end of it, we'll apologize. Water. <laughs> Guy, he has got some looks. Right? <laughs> got a man crush on him. And it's like, that's okay. He's still alive. I, I actually do have a man crush, and it's not Ryan Reynolds. It's James. Well, you know, that's fair. <laughs> Go out and see him in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 right now. And well, no, you're, I, you're, you're pushing his movies now. <laughs> Like, he says, push those movies. One down. of these days, he's going to hear me and be like, who's this John Curtis fella? <laughs> Top-notch guy. <laughs> right? It all started somewhere. You know, we'll see on a Twitter or something. <laughs> like, what? I would totally do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> nice. We'll, we'll be sure to put him in the show notes for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Just plaster his name all over the place. So he's, right, if, yeah, he go- if he has a Google thing. alert on his own name, I'll be like, what the hell? I say <laughs> that. getting this. Like, you <laughs> say that, but you. You, the one person, there's one person that your be all end all. If you had this person on the show, your life would be complete. And it's not James Marsden. It's not. It's it Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker himself, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill. Fair. We're enough. already best friends, kind of, in that he liked a tweet or two of mine a year <laughs> ago, I think. So this will be an easy get. <laughs> right? Not BFFs. I don't think my BFFs ever seen my Twitter. <laughs> So you're totally up there. Yeah. You're already a step ahead. Yeah. Right. Awesome. You have oh, a- my God. Again. Love you guys. guys. You guys oh. are fabulous. Give us your podcast show again. It is the Nerd Couple Show. Yes. And how often do you release episodes? It every is- week. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Pacific. Facebook and YouTube. And then we re- it's up Monday morning on every podcast app. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I love it. I love it. I love it. So nerds out there of all sorts and shapes and sizes and colors and whatever else you are, make sure you um, follow these guys on the Nerd Couple Show. Go and check them out on Saturday mornings. Better than cartoons. Guarantee it. And (laughs) always thanks to PBR. You can watch your cartoons later. Awesome. Any last words for our peeps, guys? I just want to thank you. You're amazing. Uh, Thanks for having us on your show. Yeah, you you are. Uh, I was going to try to figure out a nice, a non-dirty way to say you are our first. <laughs> I, I didn't make it dirty this time. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> ideas of things to say. Why does everything that says you're the first comes from a dirty place? So I don't have. So thanks. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Want to try and answer that question again? <laughs> I think it's because you're hanging around with me and him. We <laughs> can't help yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's all good. Awesome. You guys have been a blast. Thank you so much. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedlek. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you know anybody that would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. We love having you here. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.